With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3498. We are on part 12 of our series of episodes looking at the story mode for Star Wars Squadrons. This is going to be the last one with the Empire for at least a little bit and it is looking even more dire for the New Republic under the circumstances. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So we are on part 12 of our look at Star Wars Squadrons, the story mode of that game. And I gotta say, for a game that was meant to be, you know, a standalone story and you priced appropriately, comparatively speaking, for the amount of gameplay that it was going to have. Like, it was definitely, like, a cheaper thing than, say, Jedi Survivor or Jedi Fallen Order for, you know, the intricacy of the build and the length of the story and whatnot. We're still going to end up doing about as many episodes on Squadrons as we ended up doing on Jedi Fallen Order. So, yeah, I'm actually kind of growing more impressed with Squadrons the further we get into the story. And today we're talking about Nowhere to Stand, which is the last in the current run of Empire missions that you're going to be running. Basically, we are picking up, it's almost like a part two for all intents and purposes of the mission that we were talking about yesterday, where you're attacking the Starhawk and Lyndon Javes arrives in the nick of time to defend the Starhawk from destruction. The members of Titan Squadron have to go back to the Overseer to refuel and get ready for a new attack strategy. And this is what it entails. The New Republic, weakened now, is struggling to get out of the system and trying to make their way to Chandrila, which is the seat of the New Republic government at this point. They are presumably hoping that there will be reinforcements that can meet them there and fight off the Imperial attack. However, to get out of the system, they have to pick their way through what could be referred to as a debris field or a junkyard or as some of the members of Titan Squadron refer to it, an Imperial graveyard. The ships that they've been mining for materials to build the Starhawk are now the, th the you know, ships that they have to navigate through in order to escape the system, which is an irony not lost on Teresa Carell or the members of Titan Squadron. Now the problem is, is that apparently the tractor beam of the Starhawk is still working because according to the Lobot guy for Titan Squadron, they can't engage the New Republic directly because that thing will tear them apart basically. So they have to get into the debris field and find ways to sabotage them. And the way that they're going to do that is by finding active reactor cores from all of these damaged and busted up ships and blow them up basically basically turning the debris field into a minefield. That is how they are going to deal with the Corvettes and the transports and ultimately a frigate going through there. And in various waves, you also have to fight off New Republic starfighters as well. Somehow, the starfighters that are attacking are not Vanguard Squadron starfighters, so that's interesting. I'm going to be very curious to see why they've been on the sidelines for as long as they have and you know what <laughs> their next step is going to be. 
After all, Vanguard Squadron has been, in the words of that Lobot guy working for the Empire, a vexing anomaly in his calculations. So, yeah, where have they been? Why haven't they been part of this engagement? So, that's a mystery that remains to be solved or revealed. Now, there are two potential outcomes to this mission, according to Teresa Carell, the captain of the Overseer, both of which are fantastic as far as she's concerned. One of them would be if the Starhawk had made it into the minefield and got blown up by all the reactor cores there, then, hey, Starhawk is down, and that's exactly what Admiral Ray Sloan wanted in the first place. Option two is to make the Starhawk leery about going into that debris field and instead have it detour into the Ringali Nebula, which is also apparently a death sentence for the Starhawk because the Nebula will interfere with sensors and communications and make it an easy target for Titan Squadron to finally destroy once and for all. As far as the Overseer goes, you know, I mean, I assume they would get involved in this somehow, but yeah, basically either it blows up in the minefield or it goes into the Nebula and it's toast either way. That is how Teresa Carell is reckoning things. That latter scenario is what happens in the game, basically. So you're scanning these cores to find active ones, and then you're fighting off New Republic starfighters, and then you're scanning more cores, and then Corvettes show up, and you blow up the cores to defeat the Corvettes, and then you got to scan more cores to reset your minefield, and you fight off more starfighters, so you go through wave after wave of this, and then it's eventually a frigate that you get to blow up with a cluster of active reactor cores, and once that happens, the Starhawk says, yeah, I'm not having any of this, and starts to head toward the Ringali Nebula, and that uh, that Mon Calamari cruiser that Lyndon Javes is running, that's going with it. And that's how this Empire portion of the story mode ends, and that's where we're going to stop here for this episode of the show. And if you've been enjoying these daily doses of Star Wars storytelling joy, then I hope you will consider liking, subscribing, following, whatever the app of your choice calls it, that you will you know, make sure that you get the next episode and the next episode of the show fed to you wherever and whenever you want it. Also, I hope you'll consider leaving a rating or review on your favorite app, and I hope you'll also consider sharing the podcast with other folks you know who love Star Wars, whether in real life or on social media, or some combination thereof. And it just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. By seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. <laughs>